Blessed Assurance and welcome to Kingdom Christian Fellowship, KCF. We reveal the reality of the Kingdom of God and Christ Jesus in the lives of people all over the world. As you listen to this message, we pray that you are blessed and inspired to improve your relevance in the Kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So as my lovely sister rightly said, the theme for this program or conference is what dying to self hallelujah dying to self praise the lord dying to self is something that um we may never finish talking about hallelujah it's because it's something that you and i ought to do daily hallelujah now i can just jump into how to die to self how to do one or two things and so on and so forth but that is not my focus here. Hallelujah. My focus is for you to understand why you must die to self. How many of you have heard die to self? You've heard it before. Okay, some people have not heard it before. So this is their first time. Hallelujah. But dying to self is something that we do daily. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And so as we begin this conference or as we begin this program god wants you and i to understand what it means to die to self hallelujah why is it so important to die to self why are we talking about self 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 amen and so i want to begin from the beginning if you want to understand something what do you do you go to the beginning praise the lord hallelujah now in the beginning one of my favorite scriptures in the book of genesis chapter 1 verse 1 and i'll need somebody to read for me very fast very prompt and very quick who can read for me genesis please work the mic for him genesis chapter 1 verse 1 in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth of course he says what in the beginning god i'm not really interested in the other words that come after right he says in the beginning what in the beginning in the beginning so who was in the beginning hallelujah so if you want to understand everything in life if you want to understand anything about the kingdom of god if you want to understand anything you start with god hallelujah because what bible says what in the beginning god praise the lord so if you want to understand something if you want to attempt something, if you want to flow in a particular way, you need to ask or know what God is saying about that thing. Are you here? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So as the man of God read, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And when you look at the creation story, God does a whole lot of things. Hallelujah. But when we come to verse number 26, can you read that for me? verse 26 yes sir then god said let us make man in our image according to our likeness let them have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air over the cattle over all the earth over all the creeping thing that creeps on the earth hallelujah it says what let us make man in what in what in our own image this is god talking to himself Hallelujah. He says, let us make man in our own image. Now, 
we are talking about dying to self. So we are talking about ourselves, right? Or we are talking about man. Praise the Lord. Now, to understand who man is, we see that in verse number 26 of Genesis chapter 1. Right? Right? So it says what? Let us make man in our own image. So who is man? Hallelujah. The image of God. Man is what? The image of God. In other words, man is not a stand alone. Man does not abide by himself. Man is a representation of someone. Praise the Lord. The beginning of man is a representation of who? Of God. Because it says what? Let us make man in our own image. Now, how many of you are familiar with logos? Or images? Like the cameraman over there. Logos. Can you come? Yes. Please face them. All right. What's your name? Caleb. All right. So Caleb is wearing a nice T-shirt called Italia. All right. Now, I want, I want you to pay close attention to what I'm doing right now. Okay. All right. Italia. I, I believe this is a representation of the Italian football team. All right. Good. So this right here is the logo of what. The Italian football team. So wherever you see this crest, it represents what? The Italian football team. But you realize that this thing does not stand alone. Are you here? Without the Italian football team, this thing is meaningless. Without God, you are meaningless. Why? Because we understand from the beginning that God is the oh sorry sorry the man is what the image of who of god hallelujah when you take a picture of yourself and you frame it or you print it or whatever you do that thing there is what an image of who you are without you we cannot get that image are you here do you understand what i'm saying so far without the image please you can sit down thank you without that logo Without that representation, if that thing is not representing what is supposed to represent, that image is meaningless. Hallelujah. I believe everybody here has seen the logo of Ashesi University. All right. You know how the, um, um, the logo looks like when you see the logo. You know, this is Ashesi University. You don't relate it to another university or any other thing. Do you do that? No, you don't do that because what? That image you see. Is a representation of what? What Ashesi believes and what Ashesi stands for. Hallelujah. So if one day this image decides to flout the principles of Ashesi, that thing is no longer called the image of Ashesi University. Are you here? Do you understand what I'm saying so far? We are building gradually. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Alright, so you and I standing over here or seated over here, we are the image of God. We represent God. Hallelujah. But we see in the book of Genesis chapter 3, something interesting happens. Before that, God tells man or gives man instructions in the garden of Eden, giving him what? Responsibility, meaning to his purpose, meaning to why he put man in the garden of Eden. Now, he included something. He says, 
in the day that you eat of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall surely die. Praise the Lord. In other words, you being my image will cease. Amen. So we've seen many people saying things like, I am a self-made man. I am a self-made woman. I am a self-made billionaire. I am a self-made whatever. We understand why they say that. Hallelujah. But nobody here, listen to me, people of God. Nobody here is self-made. Amen. Because you are the image and the representation of God. Like I said, without God, you are meaningless. Anybody without God, that person is meaningless. It does not matter how the person is seen in public. It does not matter how people hail that person. That person is meaningless. Because from the beginning, we see the origin of man. We see the purpose of man. We see what God really means for man to understand and move in the face of the earth. But in the day that man decides to move outside of the jurisdiction of what God has set, man is meaningless. So many people are around this world asking, why am I here? Why did God put me here? Or who doesn't ask that question? I believe everybody who has come onto the face of the earth has asked the question, why am I here? Who has not asked that question before? Hallelujah. And so you are the what? The representation of God. You represent God. Say, I represent God. Now, if you represent God, then who is God? Amen. If you are representing God, or if you go to a group of people and say, I represent Ghana, what do you mean? It means everything about Ghana we can see from you. Praise the Lord. If you go to a place and you declare, I represent Ghana, but there's nothing about you saying that, you are Ghanaian or you know things about Ghana, would we call you a representation of Ghana? Praise the Lord. So in the day that man fell, man lost the image and the likeness of God, period. Man lost what? The image. and the, Now there was no one to represent God on the earth. So who was man then? Man was what? meaningless man was void man was empty man was useless amen but the interesting thing here is that god didn't want to leave us like that alone hallelujah and so in the book of second corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 can you read that for me second corinthians 5 17 if any man be in christ he is a new creature. All mm. things have passed away. Mm -hmm. Behold, all things have become new. Behold, all things have become new. Hallelujah. He says, Behold, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creator or is a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now, let me ask this question. In the day that you gave your life to Jesus Christ, did your skin complexion change? Did it change? But he says everything has become new. Or oh, he didn't say that. 
So if everything has become new, why is it that my skin has not changed? Why is it that my height has not changed? What's he talking about? Or, or you've not asked that question before. Me, I wish that as I gave my life to Christ, my skin complexion would change. My height would change. Everything about me would change. Hallelujah. But it didn't happen that way. What happened? Is the Bible lying? Is, so, so what's happening? Exactly. Someone is saying over here, it is your spirit being that Hallelujah. It is the spirit being in you that got what knew. Praise the Lord. Now, man is a combination of three parts. Body, soul, and spirit. Hallelujah. Man is a complex being made up of what? The body, the soul, and the what? The spirit. Now, the spirit has been what? Transformed. The spirit is new by the works of Christ. The spirit that's living in you, that is if you have given your life to Christ or if Christ has given birth to you, that spirit living inside of you is new. Praise the Lord. But the soul and the flesh are not. That is why when you gave your life to Christ, your height didn't change. Now, even though your body has been condemned, even though your body has fallen, God still needs this body. Because he said in the beginning that what? Let us create man in the image and the likeness of God, right? And he says, let us form the man of the dust. The flesh that you see on you is the what? The man of the dust. Now, for any being to operate in this realm called the earth, you need what we call dust or flesh. Without this body that you have, you cannot operate here. Praise the Lord. That is why you need to keep your body. Hallelujah. God needs your body. Even though um, it didn't change when you gave your life to Christ, God still needs this body. Hallelujah. And so, let's look at the book of um, Isaiah chapter 14 verse 12 to 15. Isaiah chapter 14 verse 12 to 15. How you are falling from how you are falling from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning, mm. how you are cut down to the ground, you who weaken the nations, for you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit in the mount of the congregation, on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, I will be like the most high, yet you shall be brought down to Sheol. To the lowest depths of the pit. Hallelujah. This was the fall of Lucifer. Hallelujah. Once upon a time, Lucifer was used to be in heaven with God. But one day he decided to use the word I, I, as he said, as he read. He kept on saying, I, I will do this. I will do that. That is the beginning of self. That is the beginning of gratifying yourself. So when man gave his power to the devil. Alright, like I said earlier on, man is not a stand-alone being. Hallelujah. It's either you are with God or you are not. Man was never created to be independent. Hear me. Man was never created to be what? Man was created to be a dependent being. 
So whether you depend on God or you depend on the devil, that we can't tell. But man is not what? A stand-alone being. So the moment man listened to the voice of what? The enemy. Now man's image or man began to represent who? The devil. That is the fall. Hallelujah. Says, his Bible says that word, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. When man sinned, they fell short of what? The glory of God. Now man began to do what? Represent the kingdom of darkness. Are you here? So everything that man does is a representation of who? Of darkness. So we see the origin of I. I would do this. I would do that. I would do this. I would do that. But God never intended that to be so. Praise the Lord. And so it is imperative on us to understand where we came from, where we fall, and where we got up, and so that we can move forward. Hallelujah. Are you here? Now let's look at people who died to self. Praise the Lord. Are you here? Let's look at what? People that died to self. Let's look at the book of Ruth, chapter 1, verse 8 to 18. Ruth chapter 1 verse 8 to 18. Ruth chapter 1 verse 8 to 18. And Naomi said to her two daughters-in-law, to her two daughter, daughters-in-law, go, return to each, return each to her mother's house. The Lord deal kindly with you Hallelujah. as you have dealt with me. Hallelujah. So this is the story of Naomi. Naomi got married and moved to a land called Moab. Hallelujah. Because there was famine in the land of Israel. And when he moved there, he, sorry, she, um, her husband and her two sons, they went there and the two sons got married. All right. And this is what is real. Let's go. Let's continue. The Lord grants that you may find rest each in the house of her husband. All right. So what happened before was that Naomi's husband died in the land of Moab. Hallelujah. And her two sons also died. Can you imagine that? You've gone to a place to find refuge with your family. And then your husband dies. That's painful, isn't it? Then your two sons also die. You were going to find refuge. But here you meet this news. Let's continue. So she kissed them. And they lifted up their voice and wept. <laughs> and they said to her, Surely... We will return with you to your people. Hold up. This is who? Opa and who? Ruth. Bible says what? They were crying and saying all manner of things that were, we shall return to you. Hallelujah. We shall do what? We shall return with you. Let's go. But Naomi said, turn back my daughters. Mm-hmm. Why will you go with me? Mm-hmm. Are there still sons in my womb mm-hmm. that they may be your husbands? Mm-hmm. Turn back, my daughters. Mm-hmm. Go, for I am too old to have a husband. Hold up. Why did Naomi, or sorry, why did Ruth and Orpah come into the life of Naomi? Why? Husband. Because of marriage, wasn't it? Now, if marriage is gone, what's the best solution? Move on. Just go back to your house. Or? Or? Just to go back. Now, Naomi asks a very interesting question. At my age, how can I give birth to sons? 
Even if I should give birth to sons, are you going to wait for them to grow and marry them? Who would do that? Who would do that? Come on. Oh, nobody is doing that. Nobody will do that. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm being serious. Who, who would do it? Who will wait for Naomi to get married, give birth to sons, they grow, and then marry them? Who would do that? Nobody will do it. Okay. Nobody will do it. It's a sign of something. Let's go on. <laughs> Let's go on. Mm. You understand why I said that? Yes, sir. Don't worry. Let's go on. Would you restrain yourselves from having husbands? Mm -hmm. No, my daughters. Mm -hmm. For it grieves me very much for your sakes mm. that the hand of the Lord has gone out against me. Then they lifted up their voice and wept again. And Orpha kissed her mother-in-law. Mm -hmm. But Ruth clung to her. But Ruth clung to her. What did Orpha do? She kissed Naomi. You know what? It's been nice knowing you. I have to leave. Because Naomi said something. She asked questions. Mm. Questions that I asked you as well. To think about them. If you were in the shoes of Ruth and Orpha, will you do the same? Will you wait for Naomi to give birth? them to grow and then marry them will you no Opa did the same thing Opa think about what naomi said mm. so bible says what well, now um Opa kissed naomi goodbye but what did um ruth do she clung to her she clung to who why they all had the same things didn't they yes sir they all had the same questions didn't they but one decided to go back to her gods. One decided to stay. Why? Because of a certain mindset. To die to self, it all starts right here. And I asked you, like I said, who will wait for Naomi to give birth? Nobody raised up their hands. Do you know why you didn't raise up your hands? It's because you are thinking about yourself. You are thinking, maybe I am 25. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I got married. And maybe my mother-in-law is 60. Alright? Now my mother-in-law gave me her son. And now my mother-in-law is dead. So, sorry, my mother-in-law's sons are dead. Alright? Now, if looking at my age, 25. Okay, let's do the calculation. If I'm to wait, perhaps, if she gives birth to a son, must I wait for, let's say, another 25 years? If I should do that, I'll be 50 years. I'm growing. I'm what? I'm growing. When will I have children? When will I move into my new house? When will I have all the benefits that this marriage promised to give me? When? When? Aren't you asking that same question? You're asking that same question. It's because you're thinking about yourself. You are full of yourself. Now, it sounds some way, isn't it? It's, it's weird, but I asked myself the same question. What did Ruth hear that um, Opa didn't hear? Because they all heard the same thing. 
They were all crying. They were all crying. And they said, what? I will go with you. But Naomi raises a certain question or a set of questions that will you wait for me to give birth? Even if I should give birth, will you wait for them to grow so that you can marry them? They all had the same thing. And one decided to leave and go back to her gods. But the other decided to stay. Bible said what? And Ruth clung unto who? Naomi. Now, when you check the word for clung over here in the book of Ruth, and in the same, it's the same word that says in the book of Genesis that a man shall leave his father's house and his mother's house and cleave unto who? His own wife. It's the same word. Why would Naomi, or why would Ruth cling unto Naomi? I think this woman has bad luck. Oh? Yeah! I want to progress in life, don't you? It's all about self. I want to progress in life. When I came into the life of this woman, I didn't see progress. I saw failure. I saw death. Why should I stay with somebody with death? But Ruth decided, and I, I'm still asking myself this question, why is Ruth, or why was Ruth deciding to follow this woman? Because if, you, at least, somebody might say, this woman is a witch. You have killed your husband. You have killed your sons. If you are able to kill your husband and your two sons, how much more me, a foreigner? Oh, come on. I will leave. I will do what? I will leave. And everybody here is like Opa. You don't like it? Yeah, it's the truth. But that's why this conference is, 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 is being held, alright? That we'll be able to die to self. Hallelujah. Now, Ruth said something interesting. Can you jump to where Ruth said, um, Wherever you die, I'll die. Now look at that. What, what gave Ruth that inspiration that you will die before I die? Your people will be my people and your gods will be my God. What is so special about this woman that Ruth decided to what? Cling herself or attach herself to. What is it? She came from a family, didn't she? She can go back to the land of Moab. There are maybe fresh boys there. And I can even get married in the following week. My God. I can get married. Yeah, maybe the next day. But she decided to leave what? To leave where? Her country. Something that is so close to her. Now, when God came to Abraham, what did God, what did God tell Abraham? He says, leave your father's house. The place of your origin, the place of your identity, the place you were birthed, the place that gives you meaning, leave it. Ruth understood that Moab was the place that gave me meaning. Moab was the place that gave me purpose. Moab was the place that gave me function. Moab was the place that gave me a name. But when I changed my identity, like Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is what? A new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. So if I am Ruth and I have left the old, I can't go back. It doesn't matter if failure, depression, death 
is staring at me. I'm not going back. It all starts here. It's a mindset. So to die to self, it starts from here. Oh God. Let's look at Luke chapter uh, 9 verse 23 to 24. People of God. I believe everybody here has given his or her life to Jesus Christ. If you have it, let me see your hand. Don't worry, we'll pray for you. Everybody has. Luke 9, 23, 24. Luke chapter 9, verse 23, 24. Then he said to them all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself. If any man desires to come after me, this is Jesus Christ talking. Do you desire to follow Jesus? Who desires to follow Jesus? <laughs> he says, If any man desires and i like to make images of things try to understand what the scripture says all right let me bring a bit back home i believe most of us here are familiar with programming right you are familiar with programming so if this condition works whatever comes after the bracket right must work else whatever so Jesus Christ is saying, if any man desires to come after me, and like everybody raised up their hands right here, that they want to go after Jesus. <laughs> you want to go after Jesus, don't you? You want to. He says, if any man desires to come after me, do what? Deny yourself. And then do what? Take up Take. the cross daily. Take your cross daily and do what? And follow me. He says, do what? Deny yourself. Who are you? Are you Ruth or your opera? Deny yourself when you come. Deny yourself when you come. Deny yourself. Now, you understand why I started from the beginning. Who man is and how man fell. And how man is representing something called the kingdom of darkness. I'm sorry to say to you, but everything about you before you came to Christ represents the kingdom of darkness. Hello? Do you understand me? You get it? Are you sure? I feel you. Alright? Anything about you, everything about you represents what? The kingdom of darkness. So he says, if any man desires to come after me, let him deny himself. Hey, how do I deny myself? I've come to a house. I'm still on this scripture because that's the scripture God gave me about Ruth and Opa. These two scenarios. Will you stay with Naomi? Will you? Will you? What does the future hold? That is self. Now, I'm not saying don't think about the future. That's not what I'm saying. Alright? That's not what I'm saying. But if you are consumed about pleasures, what will please you? What will make you happy? What will satisfy your body? I'm sorry to say you are working in self. And I ask again, what did Ruth know about Naomi. What did she know about Naomi? What is so special about a woman like this who loses her husband and two sons and yet I will follow and you make a statement like when you die, I die. What shows that you die there? 
you don't understand. What shows that you would die there? Hmm? What, what shows? What shows? You can't even die before her. Does it mean you die there where she dies? When you die, will she die where you died? So why are you saying that? Hmm? It all starts where? It's a mindset. When you come to Christ, there's a certain mind. We're going to look at that very soon. There is a certain mind you need to portray. There is a certain mind you need to portray. There is what? A certain mind you need to portray. But you see, it doesn't just start all of a sudden. You need to know who God is. Why do you want to follow Jesus? He says, if any man desires to follow after me, right? And everybody here desires to follow after Jesus, right? Ask yourself, why am I following Jesus? There must be a reason. Why are you in Ashesi University and not University Kill? Why did you choose? I believe some of you had either two, three, maybe four different universities. You got admitted to those universities. Let's say four. All right, let's say four. All right, it's just an example. But why did you choose Ashesi? And those schools are equally good. Like I said, it's an example. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Some of you are doing, be careful. Why did you choose Ashes? Why not that, that university? Why? What is so special about Ashes University that you decided to be here? And not there. Hmm? Why are you following Jesus? I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. I'm asking a question. I need to think about this. If you want to follow Jesus, my brother, my sister, the self cannot follow. Oh, Jesus. He said, if, oh God. If any man desires, he said, desire, do you desire for fried rice? Maybe? Do you desire for games? <laughs> Someone says, I desire for Gobe. Hallelujah. You, you have so many desires. And you see that when you desire for something, right? Let's say I desire to walk through that door. Right? The door. Everybody can see the door. Right? If I desire to walk through that door, I'll do anything possible to go to the door. There must be a reason why I want to go to that door. What is the reason why you're following Jesus? What is the reason? I, I want you to think about this. And if truly you want to follow Jesus, my brother, hmm? Jesus, I'm not the one saying it, not Paul, not Peter, but the Lord Jesus Christ himself. He said what? If any man desires, he said, oh, this is, if any man desires, I've not taken a step. Oh. It's a desire. Oh, it's a desire. I want to go to the door. It's in me. It's a desire. All right? 
He says, if any man desires to follow after me, let him deny himself. So it means that what? Before I take that step to get to the door, before I take the step to follow Jesus Christ, I need to deny myself. Does it mean I need to deny my name? Yes. Someone says, hey. I'll explain. Maybe I call Daniel. Does it mean you have to change your name from Daniel to? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Does it mean I need to change my name from Daniel to maybe another name? No, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's not what I'm saying. Hallelujah. That's not when I'm saying when you follow Jesus, when you want to follow Jesus, does it mean I need to change my name? Name simply gives you what? An identity. Oh, Jesus. An identity, like I explained earlier, like my brother's t-shirt, right? That thing on his chest is an identity of something. It has a name called what? Italia. Alright? That is a setting identity. It represents something. So when I'm coming to Christ, I need to let go of what? That identity. Now, the question here is, how do I let go of what? That identity. Let's look at something in Luke chapter 18, verse 18 to 30. Luke chapter 18. Oh, we didn't finish the Ruth scripture. He's fine. Let's go. Luke chapter 18, from verse 18 to 30. Yes. Now a certain ruler asked him, saying, mm -hmm. Good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Hold up. It says what? Good teacher, what shall I do? What shall I do to do what? Inherit eternal life. So this man or this guy is looking for something, right? Yes, he says, what shall I do to do what? Inherit eternal life. To get something. Praise the Lord. What shall I do to inherit eternal life? Now, this guy is looking for something good. Trust me. Mm. Mm -hmm. mm. One of the reasons why we come to Jesus Christ is because of what? The life. Yes, sir. The life. Let's go. So Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one. Mm. That is God. You know the commandments. Mm. Do not commit adultery. Okay. Do not murder. Mm. Do not steal. Mm. Do not bear false witness. Honor your father and your mother. And he said, All these things I have kept from my youth. L listen to this guy. Jesus gives a set of rules that if you want to what inherit eternal life, do these things. Mm. All right? So if somebody has never heard of these things before, he says, oh, okay, let me take my pen and my notebook, write it down, do not commit adultery, do not do what? Do not murder. Do not murder, do not mm. do this, do not do that, blah, blah, blah. But listen to what the man said. All these things he I said, have kept from my youth. All these things I've done what? Kept from my youth. All these things I've done what? Kept from my youth. From my youth. From what? From my youth. So this guy had a certain knowledge. And he kept them. He followed the rules. And what did Jesus say? So when Jesus heard these things, uh -huh. he said to him, yeah. You still lack one thing. Ah, oh Sell all that you have. He says what? 
there's still one thing that you lack. There's what? Still one. There's one. Hey, Jesus didn't say you're a liar. You've not made it. Did he say that? Mm. Means the guy was telling the truth. Yeah. But he says what? There's one thing that you do what? You lack. lack. And what is it? Sell all that you have and distribute to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come follow me. He <laughs> says what? He says what? Sell all says that what? you have. Now, is this scripture literal? Oh, you don't understand. You, you see, I thank God, man of God, Roland, I thank God we are having this conference. I really thank God. Because one of the things that God wants you to do is to understand self. And to deny self. I asked a question earlier about what? Uh, Ruth and Opa. I don't want to say you failed, but you missed it. Alright? And I asked again about this scripture. Is this scripture literal? He says no. You've missed it again. Okay, some people said yes. Okay. Those who said yes, praise God. Those who said no, praise God too. Hallelujah. He says, what did Jesus say? Sell all that you have. What is all? All. So let me ask this question. Was the man wearing clothes when he came to Jesus? Oh, um, um. You see, when you see, scripture is fun. All right? Scripture is fun. Don't just take the words for granted. Don't just take the words of Jesus for granted. All right? Don't, don't just take it for granted. He says, sell all. And I'm, I'm asking a question. And I'm asking you as well. Was he wearing clothes? He was wearing clothes. Does it mean he was supposed to sell those clothes as well? Was he so he was supposed to go home naked? Oh, come on. Come on, let's do this together. Come on, let's talk. My brother, if you are to sell all you have, hmm? Hmm? does it mean you have to sell all these two? Think about it. When you see a doctor, how do you know that this guy is a doctor? What he's wearing, thank you. That thing gives what? A certain identity. So when Jesus Christ says what? Sell all you have. What he's saying is that sell everything that gives you pleasure. Sell everything that gives you identity. Sell everything that gives you understanding. Sell everything you know about yourself. Sell it all. How do you sell something? I'm teaching you a way to deduce and dissect scripture. Hmm? Don't, don't just oh, sell near court. No, no. No, no, no. Ask questions. You meditate on the law. Alright? How do I sell this phone? Is it mine? Yes. How do I sell it? <laughs> Someone says circle. How, how do I sell it? No, it's, it's funny, it's, I mean, but I want you to think about it. Sell it. Sell your name. Who are you? 
My name is A, B, and C, and D. This is what represents who I am and what I do. He says, sell it. Opa was not able to sell all. Ruth sold all. That's why she didn't go back. She, she, she just couldn't go. Like, 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 like people, come on, let's think about this. I'm from a family. You're also from a family. Your family loves you. And you got married. And you've left your family. You've met your wife or your husband. You're with them. Another family. Powerful. Is there anything wrong to go back to your family? No. Oh, they love you, don't they? Yeah. But why, why is it that Ruth decided that my family, bye-bye. It's because what? She sold them. You see, <laughs> so someone here is saying, it's hard to, come on, come on, come on. Let me tell you a same thing right here, self. It's, it's because, see, when I have this phone, this phone can make calls, send text messages, do Zoom, whatever, name it, all right? When I lose this phone, hey, how am I going to send text messages? How am I going to call that girl? the question and you see jesus christ answers this question it's it's so amazing people of god jesus christ answers this question he says what i'm i'm jumping but you will we'll get there he says seek first the kingdom of god and its righteousness and all other things <laughs> like it starts from where the mind and then it moves to the eyes what you can see. If I'm able to see tomorrow, that is faith. He says, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The what? The, the, the what? The evidence. Do you know what an evidence is? Something that makes something known. Something that makes something concrete. Something that makes something for sure. He says, faith is what? The evidence of what? Things not seen. So is it with this eyes? No. So even though Naomi, it looked like everything around Naomi was blare. Everything around Naomi was dark. Everything around Naomi was evil. Yet there was a glorious destiny. And when you look at the genealogy of Jesus Christ, oh God, Ruth was part. Can you imagine a foreigner, somebody who did not count? You don't know Moab. That's why you are like that. If you knew Moab, these were people God hated. Mm -hmm. These were people God disliked. God hated them. So, you see, God says something very interesting. He says, while we're yet sinners, Christ died. There's something about our God. There, there's, there's something about God. 
we, we can't exhaust him. Oh no. There's something unique about God. You, you, you just cannot. Ruth, I believe strongly, Ruth saw Jesus. Said, ah, when I get closer to this woman, I'll be part of this family. I'll be part. Now, ask yourself. Now, Ruth has only four chapters. We don't have time. We would have read everything. And you see how Ruth got married even to a better. Oh, God. So, ask yourself. If the, 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 the husband of Ruth had not died, not died, perhaps, perhaps they will still be happily married with children, but we wouldn't know her. We will only know her up to Ruth chapter maybe two. And we are done. Because when you look, look take your time, look at the story of Ruth. When Opa kissed Naomi goodbye, it was goodbye for her. She had finished. And that was the last, I don't know, the Bible scholars in the house, did you ever hear of Opa anywhere? We don't hear of Opa anywhere. It's because she left. But Ruth decided to stay. That's why I say what? It all starts where? The mind. To die to self, it has to start here. Then it moves to here. What am I seeing? So you realize? <laughs> We couldn't see far. That's why we all didn't raise our hands. It's got self. You see, self is all about you. What is about you? Everything about me. I'm just seeing me, 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 me. Like the, the Lucifer. I will do this. I will do that. I will ascend to the heavens. I will make my throne above. I, I, I. But come on, Lucifer. Think about it. God, are you the only one who wants to have a throne? Are you the only one who wants to ascend? Come on. It's all about you. Forget it. Why is it all about you? Hmm? Why? Why is it everything is all about you? You, me, 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 me. Everything is you. Come on. It's because you're full of self. And do you realize that even though you have passions, you have desires, you have things that you want to achieve for yourself, some of them are not even coming to pass. Where are they? Hmm? Jesus told us that the Gentiles, they seek after these things. It, see, God is not unfair. God is not unjust. God knows you need those things. Oh, yeah. I see it in the book of Genesis. He says what? He created every tree in the garden. Everything man needed, God gave it to man before he even came to the scene. God gave it to man. So it's not like God is against your prosperity. It's not like God is against your progress. No. But there's a way in the kingdom of God that things ought to be done, not the world. So the world is seeking after things, amassing things. So people get up and say, I am a self-made this. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. And they forget about where they came from. The God that brought them to this planet to fulfill the mandate that was given to them. Every man, every woman has forgotten about that and is thinking about themselves. What I can do and get me, myself, and I. 
So if you look around us, everything self, 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 even selfies. Everything is about self. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't take pictures of yourself. No, that's not what I'm saying. But I want, I want you to look at something. I want you to look at what God is looking at. Why are you here? I ask you a question. Why are you in Ashesi University? Why? You are wearing a nice university. Why are you wearing it? Why? Why? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, I also want to look at something that happened in the life of some two brothers. Mark 120. Mark chapter 1 verse 20. And immediately he called them. And they left their father Zebedee in the boats with the hired servants. And they went after him. Hallelujah. And he says, and immediately he what? He called them. This is Jesus Christ. All right. Immediately he called James and John. Immediately. Where were they? In their father's business. In their father's company. In their father's house. Now, come on, people of God. If I'm working with my father and somebody has called me, don't I just tell, oh, daddy, this man or this guy has called me. Can I go? Don't you do that? But what happens to James and John? He says, immediately he called and he what? They left. They went after him. They did what? Went after him. Read the scripture again. Maybe they didn't get it. And immediately he called them and they left their father Zebedee in the boat. They left the man. They were not on vacation, no. They were working. Perhaps they were building a legacy. Zebedee and sons. Alright? They were doing something. They, they were building a legacy. But Bible says what? They left. Finish the work and go. Oh, finish, finish the work. Oh, daddy has given me an assignment. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, blah, blah, blah. Let's finish. Then when we finish, we go. No. When the master called. Bible says what? They left. That is selling all that you have. One day, Peter goes to Jesus. We've left houses. We've left wife. We've left children. We've left everything to follow you. And what did Jesus tell them? You've not read it before. You, you want me to say it? Go and look for it. Hallelujah. Dying to sell people of God. I, I, it's, it's very important for God, people of God. Dying to self starts right here. And then what you can see. How do you see? It's through the word of God. By the Holy Spirit. And the conviction that comes to you. Like he said, faith. How, how, how does a man like Abraham decide to go? He says, get out of your father's house to a land that I will show you. How? Okay, God, show me the land and let's go. No. You just get up. Where do you pass? North, south, east, or west? Where? But Abraham, by faith, moves. It's because he believes that God is able to direct me. Many of us, one day, Reverend Dela told me something. Many of us, in fact, yeah, many of us, we don't believe the Bible and it's true. We don't believe God and it's true. We don't believe God. Unfortunately, we don't believe God. 
we always ask God, Father, when, you say we should go where? You don't believe that God is able to take you from one place to another. You, you, don't, you don't believe. So you ask yourself, Father, where? God comes to Abraham, I am your exceeding great reward. Then Abraham asks an interesting question. Will you see me go without child? I thought God came and gave me or gave you what? what? A prize. God himself said, I am your reward. What do you need a child for? How many of you say that, God, I want you. Let that thing stay. It's a song. Give me you. Everything else can wait. How many of us can boldly say that, Lord, give me you. Everything else can wait. It's because the self is alive. Self is alive. And that self must die. That self must die. Hey, people of God. I know this, this, is, this is not fun, isn't it? It's not nice, isn't it? But it's the truth. If you want to progress in life, people of God, self must die. That self must go. It's about what the master is saying. If God says, leave, I must leave. It doesn't matter what brother A, brother B, mother A, mother B, or whoever is saying Yes, God declares and says that what? Honor your father and your mother and your days will be long. It is very true. But when the voice of the master comes, no mother, no father, no circumstances must hinder you. You must heed to the call. I'm telling you. You must heed to the voice. One of the scriptures that you gave us is my sheep know my voice. And the voice of another, they will not follow. My sheep, are you the sheep of God? Do you know the voice of the master? When the master speaks, will you follow? Will you drop that thing? Will you drop it and say, Father, I'm following hard after you? Yeah, God understands. There are some times there will be some struggles. Even our Lord Jesus Christ, when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, one time he was praying and says, Father, let this cup pass me by. Jesus Christ saw the suffering that was coming. And he was being honest. And it's very true. Let this what? Let this cup pass me by. But he didn't end there. Oh God. Jesus didn't end there. He says, nevertheless. 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 Not my will. But yours. So in Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. He says what? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not. Lean not. Lean not on your own understanding. God acknowledges that you have an understanding. But he says what? Lean not on your own. In all your ways, acknowledge him. The school I want to go to, acknowledge Jesus. The course I want to take, acknowledge Jesus. The friends I want to take, the friends I want to have, acknowledge Jesus. The hairstyle I want to do, Acknowledge Jesus. We think God is like a genie. And God is only interested in some, some parts of our lives. That's what we think and that's the error. Everything we see and we do not see was created by God. Everything about you 
was created by God. So he says, in everything, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will do what? He will direct your path. Do you know why we struggle to acknowledge God in certain areas of our lives? It's called self is beating. We are leaning on our understanding. I'm not saying don't study. I'm not saying don't gain knowledge. No, no that's not what I'm saying. Get it. He says, in everything, what? Add to yourself knowledge in all thy getting, get understanding. God admires, God wants you and I to get understanding. But it must be by his way. So that we apply his what? His way. Remember, I said earlier on, we are what? A representation of God. We represent God. In other words, what God is doing, that's what we must do. So Jesus said what? What I see my father do. What I feel like doing is what I see him do. So in other words, your eyes must always be on him. Your eyes must be on the word 24-7. Hey, you, you can't take your eyes off the word of God. I'm telling you, you cannot take your eyes. Is anyone here called Eunice? Eunice. Wendy. No one. Daniel, what's up? She's not who? Wendy. Eunice. Eunice is not here. Oh no, talk to me. Come on, talk to me. Eunice is not here. How about Wendy? Eunice and Wendy are not here. Okay. What was I? You can't take your eyes off the word of God. You cannot do what? Oh, oh people, close me. Talk to me. Talk to me. I'm passionate about this thing because that's my life. And it's your life too. You feel me? You, 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 your eyes, my, hey, your I was, man of God, I was reading about how Moses went to the mountain to receive the Ten Commandments. And Bible said that when Moses left, see upon, oh, we have close, so we all go home. All right? Have we have, they have close. But Bible says what? Joshua was still. We have closed, or well, we are about to close Rima conference. We all, we all go, go to our house. Oh, but it's up to you. Hallelujah. It says half five minutes. I just want to jump this thing and we go. Why you must get rid of yourself. I'm going to move a bit faster, okay? Romans chapter 8, verse 1. The flesh or the self is condemned. Romans 8, verse 1. All right. And then Romans 8, verse 6 to 7 says that what carnal minds bring death. Anything that has to do with the flesh leads to death. Hallelujah. They do what? They lead to death. What is the solution to dying to self? Romans 12, 1 and 2. Let's do this. Don't want quickly. Romans 12, 1 and 2. 
Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Romans 12, 1, 2. I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, mm-hmm. wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Mm-hmm. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Stand to your feet. Be transformed to the renewing of your what? Be transformed to the renewing of your what? Your mind, your mind, because in your mind, your will recites what powers you, what makes you take steps. It's called the will. Hallelujah. It's the will. It's the will. It's the will. And Bible says what? Be transformed in your mind. What can transform you is the word of God and the spirit of God. The what? The word of God and the spirit of God by yourself. (laughs) <laughs> that's the interesting thing you can't deny yourself it takes the power of the holy ghost it takes you to yield to the holy ghost it takes you i'm yielding i'm surrendering myself to the word of god i'm surrendering myself to the to the word of god to the spirit of god and everything that god has to say i surrender to it and it's a daily thing as jesus christ said that what if any man desires to follow after me let him deny himself take up his cross what daily it is not monthly it's not weekly it is what Daily, every day we die to self. Every day we die to self. Every day we die to self. In other words, every day my mind must be renewed. And that which can only renew my mind is the word of God. Without the word of God, people of God, you will not see him. You will not progress. You will not go far. In this conference, the word is to die to self die to self and one of the interesting things i found about the holy spirit as you fellowship with him he reveals certain things about you that you need to let go to let go just let go of this thing like lord help me our prayer we are done thank you for listening to this message if you were blessed by this share it with someone and be an agent of impactful change for the kingdom of god god bless you